Hi, and welcome to Women of Wellness Wow Talk. Not really sure which episode this is, but I guess it doesn't really matter. My name is Donna. And my name is Darlene. And today we are going to talk about the thyroid. Yes. Yeah, so I call the thyroid the vice president of the body. Yeah, and uh, it, it's in your neck. And a lot of people who are unwell, I find that it's actually their thyroid, but the problem is a lot of the time the blood work doesn't show it. And um, there's a, a, an official word for it. It's called subclinical hypothyroid. So that's how you fall through the cracks. But I'm finding this gray area in about 80% of my patients. Wow, that's a huge percentage. It is, it is. And in the first 20 years of practicing, I'd say it was affecting about one third of my patients. And I know that we live in an area of the world where there's a lot of thyroid conditions happening. And um, about 10 years ago, I suddenly found a dramatic jump in my practice. And uh, I don't know if any other practitioner is seeing this. I think they are noticing how many people are having a thyroid problem, but I haven't really spoken to my colleagues about did they see this sudden jump. But I've thought about it a lot and I, I don't know of any local chemical spill. I don't know of any radiation leak. And um, I know that iodine deficiency has one role to play, but it didn't happen suddenly. So, but I do have a personal theory. I would like to hear it because you know this subject is near and dear to my heart because I did have a thyroid issue. I had Graves' disease. Mm -hmm. And I was diagnosed with it 20 years ago. But I want to hear your personal theory first about thyroid. So my personal theory is um, that it's the cell phones. So if you think about what happened suddenly around 10 years ago was that everything suddenly became wireless, Bluetooth, every 10-year-old got a cell phone, the TVs suddenly got bigger and bigger, widescreen TVs, multiple TVs. That happened kind of suddenly in society. And the thyroid is very vulnerable to radiation. And I think that we are grossly underestimating the health effects of electromagnetic pollution. Wow. And that makes sense, actually. Mm -hmm. It really does. I got my first cell phone, I want to say about 27 years ago. I would say maybe a bit more, 28, 29. Mm -hmm. I was somewhere in my late 20s, almost 30, I think. And it was a cell phone. It wasn't a car phone. It was right away the cell phone with the antenna. Mm -hmm. And, But then when I did get diagnosed with Graves, I had just had my second baby. So I'm wondering if pregnancy or changes in the body could have anything to do with it. And I just remember going to see my family doctor and saying to him, I feel really, really jittery, like I am on a high dose of caffeine or something, like I've been drinking espresso all day. And he said, mm, that sounds like thyroid. And sure enough, he was right. And um, once again, I don't know if I mentioned before, but it's, it is an overactive thyroid and that's what Graves disease is. And is it Hashimoto's? That is the underactive. Correct. Correct. So maybe you can tell us a bit about what the symptoms are, what to look for and, um, how you treat it at this point. Okay. So the, both of those conditions of the thyroid are autoimmune conditions and it's quite common for the immune system to make this mistake and attack its own thyroid shortly after giving birth. 
especially after the second child. So that's that's been studied. So Graves' disease is when the attack on the thyroid makes the, the thyroid go into an overactive mode. So your whole body is on overdrive. And the other one, Hashimoto's disease, is when the autoimmune attack has made the thyroid go slow. So your whole body is in slow motion. So hypothyroid or Hashimoto's disease is far more common than Graves' disease, which is fast. So with uh, hypothyroid, the, the common symptoms are fatigue, weight gain, or inability to, do, to lose the weight. You're doing everything right. The weight's not coming off. Poor sleep, foggy mind, depression, constipation. Every, every body part, just think of the slow, reduced function of that body part. So some people refer to the thyroid as the gas pedal of the body. So either the whole body is going too fast or the whole body is going too slow. But I'm also finding more and more people who are tested for both. They're testing the antibodies um, that would reflect Graves' disease or Hashimoto's disease. And, and there's a growing number of people who actually test positive for both. And yeah, it's, wow. it's very unusual. And I find that sometimes their symptoms are a mix. Some body parts are fast, some body parts are slow, or it's you're, you're, you're expressing more like Hashimoto's this visit and two or three visits down the road, it's more Graves disease. So, um, but ultimately naturopaths treat the cause okay. and the cause of autoimmune disease is mostly thought to be post viral. So, oh, okay. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. Why would your immune system attack your own body part? Yes. And, um, what, what the theory is that you may have had a virus and the virus is gone, but the virus mimicked the thyroid, looked too similar to the thyroid. So the immune system continues to attack. Oh, that is so interesting. Yeah. And there's, a, there's also a lot of relationship to food sensitivities, especially gluten. And, and the wording that I use with patients, whether we've tested or not, I, I will share what I know that with thyroid conditions, there's a 15-fold chance that that person has a gluten sensitivity. So they might find that it's enough for me to share that information and I'll just say, well, go off gluten for a couple of weeks and see what happens and if your symptoms subside. And sometimes we actually test and say, yes, you're one of those people. But, um, but the way I, I word that to a patient, it's like anything that stimulates your immune system will stimulate across the board, including where that error is to attack your own thyroid. So you want to reduce the severity, duration of infections and allergens to air, to food, especially gluten. And, um, and it's like every time you eat gluten, your immune system beats up your thyroid. Okay. That is really interesting. I don't know if I knew you back then because I did get treated with traditional medicine. I was on a little pill. They called it PTU. It's a long name. I remember it tasted terrible. And that helped. And interestingly enough, too, my doctor, Dr. Singer, he was at St. Mike's in Toronto. Um, he gave me a beta blocker first because the heart was going very fast. So he would do the opposite of what you would do. He addressed the symptoms first to try to bring things in check. And that would 
help the heart and calm things down a little bit until the PTU, I guess, was in my system long enough to make a difference. But I did eventually grow out of it. One thing I do want to mention was I would have the most vivid dreams whenever my thyroid uh, went out of whack because it did happen again after my next child. But then since then, I have been under control. I get it checked all the time and it's normal, thank God. Um, but that would that was another one of the symptoms I found. Whenever I started to get these vivid dreams, I would think, oh my gosh, is my thyroid not working again? And, and, um, and of course it would uh, frequent urination like crazy. Uh, yeah, there's, you, I just would know when it was happening and I'd feel shaky again and that sort of thing. But as I said, everything's been in check. Now we've just addressed those two issues with the thyroid, but there's a, many others like thyroid cancer and all kinds of things. So are you seeing all different kinds of things or mainly the two we just spoke about? Mainly I'm seeing the hypothyroid and the Hashimoto's disease, but there's also a lot of people who have nodules on their thyroid, which you would only know with an ultrasound. And thyroid cancer is one of the most quickly increasing cancers in Canada right now. Wow. Yeah. So, so there's thyroid dysfunction of every flavor that is very much on the rise. And like I said uh, at the beginning of today's talk is that a lot of those people fall through the cracks and their blood work is normal. So you could have normal blood work and, and not necessarily have a perfect ultrasound. And in the earlier stages of thyroid disease or, or pre-thyroid disease, the antibodies can fluctuate wildly. So the attacks on the thyroid would be in waves. And if you happen to have your thyroid blood work done on the right week, they would catch the diagnosis. But if you went on a good week where you didn't paying attention, but you weren't eating a lot of gluten that week, um, you would look good that week. So there's a lot of, of ways that people fall through the cracks. But one, one of the old fashioned tests for thyroid dysfunction is measuring the basal body temperature. And that's how doctors did it before blood work was um, finding physical findings such as the heart rate is too slow, the blood pressure is too low, and the basal body temperature is too low. So this is a very simple test that anybody can do at home with just a thermometer and you measure the temperature under your arm before you get out of bed. And for women who are in their menstruating years, the test is done during the period on day two, three, and four of the period. And everybody else can do any three days. They don't have to be three days in a row. Basically that number has to exceed 36.64 degrees Celsius and not exceed 37.2 degrees Celsius. And I think I find one patient per year, maybe, working full-time that has a normal basal body temperature. Okay. And mm -hmm. I, I'm, I think I'm starting to get a reputation in my profession because that's all I want to talk about. I, I go to conferences and conventions and I talk to my colleagues and I talk to the presenters and, and I, I, people who come to these conferences from all around the world, other provinces or the states, and I ask them, do any of your patients have normal basal body temperature? Because I know what I studied in physiology and this isn't normal. But it's not, it's not just that. It, it goes with a collection of symptoms and a, and a variety of 
findings on a physical exam too. It's not just the basal body temperature, but, but it's a fun test that the listeners can do at home. And if they find the low basal body temperature, they might want to go see their naturopaths because their medical doctor might miss it. Okay, that is very interesting and a very good tip. Speaking of tips, what could we do anyway just for good thyroid health? What would you suggest for any one of us? Well, the first thing would be avoiding gluten. And I don't know of any studies that have separated whether it's the gluten or the glycophosphate. I can't even pronounce it. The pesticide on the wheat. Okay. So, so the, uh, but it could be dairy. It could be eggs or any, if you know of any food sensitivities to, to be more strict about that. Also protein intake. I find a lot of people are under consuming protein, especially now that, that it's becoming more fashionable or more interesting for people to be vegans or plant-based eating, which I think are great. I think it's great to increase plant intake for the nutritional content, but I often find that patients who are practicing those ways of eating are not getting enough protein. Okay, and well, that sounds like a great idea for another topic, another absolutely. podcast. So we could get onto that. So besides nutrition, is there anything else? Should we drink more water or lemons good? Like what would be good? But I guess... Well, more sleep, better salt matters a lot because of the iodine content. Okay. So 40, 50 years ago, thyroid problems was so prevalent in Canada and North America that they iodized the table salt. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that on the package many a time. (laughs) And uh, in this generation, we are not eating as much salt as our grandparents. So one of the other variables is that we're not consuming enough iodine so to eat more sea vegetables that have iodine in them and to use better quality salt like celtic sea salt has minerals in it not just iodine and would that himalayan pink salt be in that category as well okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. great and and a common deficiency that i find with thyroid problems is selenium I know about the deficiency because I measure for it in the hair, but Brazil nuts are a very rich source of selenium. So most of the time I'm recommending that people eat two Brazil nuts a day for the selenium. Selenium, I'm not even sure what that is. It's a mineral. It's a mineral, okay. It's a mineral, yeah. Like calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium. Okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna use that word. Mm -hmm. And is there anything else you would like to talk about before? We say goodbye and thank you. Well, I would just encourage the listeners to do their basal body temperature test and then to explore because that's a a quick, pain-free, simple test that you can do at home, especially if you're not feeling well. Because when your thyroid's not happy, your whole body's not happy. Basically, thyroid hormone communicates with every tissue in the human body. So for some people, it could be that they have depression and it's not necessarily their diagnosis it could be their symptom of thyroid disease or constipation it's not necessarily a digestive problem it could be a symptom of a thyroid problem wow it's very layered and very, deep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of different uh, fa- factors and, and things yeah. to think about okay well 
that is great. Um, so for our listeners, if you'd like to take your temperature, feel free to comment and send uh, Dr. Darlene Gustin any questions you may have about it. She'd be happy to answer those questions. Um, so please uh, give us your feedback and let us know. And um, that's about it. Anything else you'd like to add? Well, I think it would be kind of fun if they are able to respond to us and hand in their basal body temperatures. Yes. Give them a little piece of homework today. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So you've got your assignment for the day. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, bye for now. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.